This is On and Off Your Mat Podcast, episode 186, Clearing the Way for Your True Self. If you're longing to align more authentically with who you are at your core so you can connect and live as your true self, or if you want to elevate your vibration so you can build a foundation of self-love, self-care, and self-worth in your life, today's episode is for you. For today's episode, I sat down with Anne Van de Water. Anne is a life and business coach, a health and wellness teacher, and a spiritual guide. She is the founder and creator of True Self Mastery Coaching and Wellness. She supports huge-hearted change maker, clear subconscious limiting patterns, heal their connection to their truest, deepest, highest self, and raise the vibration of their beliefs through emotions, words, actions, and relationships so they can match the energy of the life they envision for themselves and consciously create it. If this episode helps you in any way, share it and help someone else on their journey. Leave a review on iTunes for them to find the episode of the podcast in general or share your takeaways on social media. I always love to read your takeaways on the episodes. So as you take a screenshot of the episode and share something you've learned on IG, make sure to tag at on and off your mat podcast. All right, if you're ready to learn to sustainably live, love, and lead by example as your true self, let's get to today's episode with Anne. Hi, Anne. (laughs) Hello. Thank you so much for joining me today. Mm, It's my pleasure. I feel honored to spend this time with you. Can we get started? For listeners that don't know you very well yet, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your yoga journey? Mm, Yes. Currently, when I describe what I do, the easiest way to bottom line it is I am a life and a business coach, a health and a wellness teacher, and a spiritual guide. I have about- So you don't do much. (laughs) No. And I have about 10,000 things in my medicine bundle, but that's the way that I try to bottom line it. And I work- Mm -hmm with visionaries, leaders, change makers, luminaries, people that are here to make a positive difference on the planet and help them to live, love, and lead by example as Mm -hmm. their true self. Mm -hmm. Really small feat. (laughs) Nothing too important in this world today. (laughs) (laughs) So you talked about our true self and I know what you work on as you describe it, like in a nutshell, it's like self-mastery. So let's start with the question, like, what do you think is our potential as human beings? Like, what do you aim to Mm. help your client move towards or where do you aim to go for yourself? Hmm. So my work and my offerings are called True Self Mastery, and I'm here to personally walk my path of true self-mastery and to support those that I am here to serve and walking their path of true self-mastery. And by that, I mean becoming a master of being your true authentic self in your beliefs, thoughts, feelings, words, actions, and in the way that you relate with people, places, and things. So I call it the art and practice of living well as your true self, aligned with your full potential. And your full potential is what I would consider 
who you know you truly are and what you are truly capable of and what you know you are truly meant to embody and consciously create and manifest internally and externally. How do we do that? Like how, if someone comes to you and they're like, I would love to, you know, embody what I'm truly capable of and I'm meant to do and create and manifest. And then what (laughs) do I do? So I take people through a series of processes, the Mm -hmm. various process. I call it the personal empowerment process. Okay. And this is about taking 100% responsibility for your health and your life. You start with the fun things. <laughs> yeah, we go right there. Mm-hmm. And that is the seed that we plant. We plant the seed of, I am taking 100% responsibility for my beliefs, thoughts, feelings, words, actions, relationships with people, places, and things, and my results the intangible and the tangible. Part of that process after saying, I am a sovereign being, I am responsible for myself, is the three-step reparenting process. Mm. So number one is I'm going to reparent myself. I am going to be my own benevolent caregiver. Because I'm over the age of 10, my parents are off the hook. And it's all up to me. First part of reparenting. The second part is repair. So I'm going to repair myself. I'm going to repair my connection with my true self. I'm going to repair my body, mind, heart, soul. And the third part is the yoga, the repairing, the coming back together, the yoking of body, mind, heart, soul, spirit, so that my whole entire being is working together as a unified team to be who we truly are. So that's the first part. Before we go further, can you give an example for people that are like, yeah, kind of take responsibility? Like, what does it look like to actually actively take responsibility for 100% of our life? Can you give an example actionably? Something you do in your life that represents that or that you encourage your client or teach your clients to do. Yes. I'd say one of the most powerful ones is when we get triggered. Mm -hmm. So I got triggered a few weeks ago in a relationship. And what I did is I paused. First thing I did is I acknowledged I am triggered right now. What am I triggered about? When this person said this, I felt this. And I took responsibility for my own feelings. Then I looked deeper and I said, when they said that and I felt that, what did I make that mean? And I went, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm disappointed. That's the feeling. I made it mean that they don't care about me. And then I was like, okay, so part of me doesn't feel like I am being cared for. So then I flipped the whole entire thing. 
I went to the mirror. I looked myself in the eyes and I said, I love you. And I care deeply about you. I honor you. I respect you. And I got you. So that's the being the benevolent caregiver to myself. Mm -hmm. It's really moving away from blaming others for how you feel and what you're experiencing and using that in this example, that relationship as a mirror to know what you need to look at right now. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I ordained a miracle and the miracle was I'm not going to say or do anything until the trigger is completely gone. And that was a big one. One of my favorite sayings is from the Tao Te Ching. Lao Tzu said, do you have the patience to wait until the mud settles and the water is clear and right action arises by itself? So what I find oftentimes is the solution is I'm going to sit here in the mud and I'm going to just feel this feeling because studies have shown that if we sit in the mud and we just feel the feeling without suppressing it or reacting and creating external disharmony and drama, that it will pass. You just sit there and you feel it. And then it's like, oh, the water's clear. And then I waited. Then I spoke and I expressed all of it. I took 100% responsibility for what I felt the meaning I gave to it. And then I made a request about an expectation that I had, because that's why I got upset and triggered in the first place is because I had an expectation. Mm. And so I clearly expressed it. And then since then, the whole thing kind of just, I would say there was a conscious completion that happened in my consciousness. This happened because this actually isn't aligned for me anymore. And that's why the whole entire thing happened was it was all to bring me back into alignment with who I am and where I am now on my path and in my evolution. And so the miracle was this deep revelation about alignment with myself and honoring my own alignment with myself. Yeah, and it was showing you that right next step that comes when the mud settles, right? What's yep. the next thing you needed to do is pivot what you needed yep. to pivot to feel in better alignment. Exactly. So these are the type of things that I feel happen to all of us all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's in that moment that if we've been practicing, we can feel a sense of inner connection to our true self and not abandon ourselves or think that there's something wrong with ourselves. And then we can master our beliefs, our thoughts, our feelings, our words, our actions, and our relationships with people and the way that we navigate them so that at the end of it, lately I've been saying it feels like we come through the eye of a needle and all of this not true self-energy and conditioning gets sloughed off and we flow through and we arrive more ourselves, more congruent, more aligned, and feeling more love for ourselves and respect for ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. You get a very different result by that pausing, sitting with it, waiting until you're clear on what it is you need, giving that to yourself and then expressing to others how they can participate if they'd like to. 
you know, like adding the icing on the cake, basically. But you being the cake, which is one thing one of my teachers says, you have to be the cake. Other people are just icing. (laughs) Other things, the outside world is just icing on your cake, but you be your own cake. My love calls me baby cakes. So I'm a cake. I'm a baby cake. You can start to call it (laughs) your sugar icing or sugar, you know, something on top, sugar on top. That's cute. Yeah, that's very sweet. Okay, so that was the reparenting part. Now when it comes to the repair part, there's repair here that's already done in that example when you went to the mirror and you said, I love you, and you talked and you expressed what you needed to that person. There's repair happening right now. Instead of building resentment, instead of building the stories of like, they don't see me, care for me, love, like instead of feeding that, We're creating repair right there, right? Is there another way or is that the main idea here? There are many levels of repair, but I think Mm -hmm. the deepest level of repair that we're all doing is the repair of our self-worth. Oftentimes when we get triggered or we go through something challenging, we judge ourselves or we criticize ourselves or we end up feeling bad about ourselves. Or if somebody says something to us, it's like, oh, maybe they're right. And so I feel that the deepest level of repair is our self-worth. And so we can do that every single day. And so much of it has to do with our self-talk. And I just went through a 28-day practice of doing mirror work where I would just go and I would look at myself in Mm. here and I just say, I love you. You're beautiful. I'm so proud of you. And I would talk about everything that I felt good about. And so that builds and builds. And that got triggered when I was teaching at Esalen, the Esalen Institute in Big Sur recently. And I had been in the hot springs and I went to get ready and brush my hair. And I was standing in front of the mirror and a man came and stood next to me to wash his hands in the sink next to me. And then he was just still standing there And so I looked up and I looked at his reflection in the mirror and he was looking at himself with so much love. Mm -hmm. And then he clinked at himself and was like, okay. And And then he became my avatar for like the rest of the time. I was like, that's it. Can we look ourselves in the mirror and not from a place of like, I'm all that, or I'm Mm -hmm. better. You're my favorite person on the planet. I'm so happy that I get to be me and to really feel it. So that's the deepest level of repair is that I'm my best friend. I'm my lover. I'm my constant companion. And to just Mm -hmm. feel so much gentleness and sweetness when we look ourselves in the mirror. Just the idea of seeing repair as a way to bridge where you are to being your favorite person in the world. Because I don't think in all honesty, most people, a lot of people can say that they are their favorite person in the world. I think people have a very negative view of themselves for so many different reasons, but aiming to bridge that gap, like the amount of repair that you have to do, the steps you have to do to eventually look at yourself and truly believing you're dope. Like, I love you. You're so awesome. That can be a journey of 
long time <laughs> effort. I have officiated many weddings and they're oftentimes with uh, dear clients or students of mine. And two of my dearest, dear hearts, I officiated their wedding. They've been students and clients of mine, but they just had a baby. And she sent me a video today of her talking to the baby, but it's a video of the baby and she is touching the baby's heart or face and saying, you are gorgeous. You are magical. You are special. You are unique. You are fabulous. You are fantastic. And I just had tears running down my Mm -hmm. eyes. This is when it starts. It starts with our original caregivers. And that's what I mean by reparenting is maybe people don't end up getting the parenting that they wish Mm -hmm. that they had, but we can do it for ourselves now. Mm. We can send ourselves those messages every single day and love and care for ourselves the way that we want to be loved and cared for. And over time, that creates new neuropathways. It creates new habits. It imprints on the subconscious and it rewires us so that over time, there will be these tipping points Mm -hmm. that overrides all of the not true self messages. And we become luminaries. We become messengers. We become leaders of our own consciousness. And it's just about focusing on it only every single moment. (laughs) No high expectations here. (laughs) All right. So we have the reparenting and then we have the repair. And then you talked about repairing, bringing in union again. What does that look like for you? What kind of practices are important or what are the essential things here? Yeah. So then it goes on to the next process that I take people through, which is called the authentic alignment process. I use the analogy of growing a tree of true self-mastery. And we are the tree of our own life. We are growing ourselves into our full potential. So that first thing is taking 100% responsibility, reparenting yourself, repairing, and starting this process of bringing body, mind, heart, soul, and spirit together. And then the roots start coming down. So the repairing is reconnecting with our purpose, which is what deeply fulfills us, our values, which are like our own yamas and niyamas. It's our own guiding principles, our own golden rules for living in alignment with our true self. The message that we know we need to remind ourselves of every single day, and then our vision for all areas of our lives. So that is the root. And then after having that as your North Star, what I call your manifesto, this is what I'm here to manifest, is the vibration transformation process. And this is about daily self-love, self-care, self-worth, health and wellness practices. And this is really grew out of my long, long history of being a yogini. And much of what I'm about to say comes from the yoga tradition which is eternal. It's as modern as as ancient. So I call it eternal system. So it's the food we eat, the movement and the exercise that we do, pranayama, breath work, 
mental and emotional management, physical cleansing, affirmations and prayers, and then rest, relaxation, sleeping, and of course, meditation. So those are the embodiment practices that I have found activate what Einstein called zero point energy, which is the energy of life that is always clearing, releasing, letting go of anything that is not in alignment and is not harmonious, that is always repairing, balancing, and harmonizing whatever is, and is always generating and creating whatever is needed. That to me is the ultimate of the repairing. And it happens physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. It happens on all levels, planes, Mm. and dimensions of our reality. And that is the heart and soul of our yoga practice. And the thing that is so amazing about yoga is that when we do yoga asana, we're purposely putting ourselves in those awkward positions that feel like we get into in life. Yeah. It's a practice of getting comfortable with the uncomfortable for sure. And getting triggered. Like, do I know how to breathe when I get triggered or do I hold my breath? Do I know how to sit and be in the mud? Do I know Mm. how to be patient? Do I know how to stay in here and love myself and support myself, even though I'm going through an eye of a needle right now? And do I know how to affirm? Do I know how to pray? Do I know how to let go of all that is not essential and is not needed? Do I know how to rest and relax and let go as if this was the last day of my life. So these are the practices that help us to do that repairing with our Mm. truest highest self. And then the next process that I take people through is the conscious creation process, which is consciously creating with very practical down-to-earth, high-performance coaching tools and Connecting with your future self who has already created your ideal future at your full potential in harmony with your true self. And the reparenting process, those three things, it's multidimensional and it's never going to end. It's not like, whoop, I'm Mm. here. I've arrived. No, it's always new layers that you discover as you clear one thing, then something else comes to the surface to be dealt with when you're ready. Exactly. And I've been hearing it from many different angles recently, but it's really been landing that for those of us that believe that we're multidimensional souls and in the quantum field of consciousness that our past, present, and future are all simultaneously happening that the reason that we have to keep reincarnating is that our body vehicles, our literal physical body doesn't live long enough for us to enlightened consciousness. So we keep coming back with a new body so that with the consciousness that we've been developing so that we have more time. And the amazing thing about all of the health and wellness practices And the yogic tradition is it helps us to extend a healthy physical, mental, 
emotional life so that our spirit has the time that it needs to reach the level of consciousness mm. that I call self-mastery. Yeah. I love that idea because it takes a little bit of pressure off of like that attainment of something. You know, if you're a dedicated yogi, like sometimes you might feel some pressure of like there's something I need to achieve in this life, but to give yourself permission to take many lives to get there because this is how it was meant to be feels good to me. Not in the way like I can sit on my laurel and do nothing, but in the way of like, okay, everything matters, but I can also like, it's going to be okay even if I don't yes. know, create a picture, particular thing in my head that I think enlightenment looks like. Right. And that more and more is what I personally feel is the purpose of this whole entire adventure on this planet is consciousness. And that is the gold of life is developing our consciousness and using more and more of our consciousness so that it's aligned with who we know that we truly are, not only in this lifetime, mm -hmm. but as eternal beings. Yeah. Yeah. The part of ourself that is undying and unborn. I always love to refer to that. And Kundalini yoga is a very common thing. Yes. I love the word adventure. I've been playing with the word experiment. Like this is all an experiment, <laughs> you know, like what happens if, but like a mix of experimentation and adventure makes it a little bit more fun than scientific and like so serious about it. So I think I'm going to include that in my. Yes. It's an, it's an adventure in consciousness. The other thing that I work a lot with is I have created something called true self mastery readings that are a blend of human design, the gene keys in the North and mm. South out of astrology. And one of the personality profiles in human design is the three. And the three is all about experimentation and experience and that you can't learn and you can't grow and you can't evolve if you aren't having an experience and if you mm -hmm. aren't it as an experiment. So I love that too, like an adventurous experiment. experiment. <laughs> That's lovely. Okay. Maybe I'm putting this wrong, but like from the pieces we've talked about, I see a link between the clearing, cleansing, letting go aspect of what we talked about and the building of the self-worth, self-love. Am I making this up or am I connecting the dots properly? Oh, totally. So I'm going to riff off of Ra Uruhu, who is the channel and the messenger of human design, because our worldview or our philosophy is super aligned. What he says is that we all have our true self, but that through our life's experiences and experiments, including our family of origin, the country we were born in, the educational system, you know, all the matrix stuff that we take on, he calls it not self energy. And we have these different parts of our brain. We have the limbic system, the primal animal part of our brain that just needs to survive. So sometimes we take on 
ways of believing, thinking, feeling, speaking, acting, relating, just so that we can survive. And it's a real thing, a different ways for different people in different circumstances on our planet. Then we have the tribal brain, the part of our brain that developed when we started to create tribal societies. And I like to call it the family brain or the societal part of the brain. That part of our brain is more advanced than the primal part because it's not just going for survival. It also wants love and it wants belonging. Mm -hmm. So we take on not what I call true self energy So that we won't get kicked out of the tribe. We won't get kicked out of the society or the family. So we fit in. Exactly. And so what it creates is conditioning or what Ra Uruhu calls is homogenization. And so the cleansing is a necessary part of our Mm. constitution. We're consciously clearing, releasing, and letting go of the not true self homogenized ways of being because we don't need them actually anymore. We have our frontal lobe and our neocortex, the most advanced modern human parts of our brain where we know You and I know, and I'm not saying everyone on the planet, it is very, very true that there are many human beings on the planet who are suffering in a very tangible, primal way. But for you or for me, we know, okay, I have a roof over my head, I have food, I have water, I have fresh air, I have clothing. And we also know that if we choose to, we can create our own tribes, families, societies where there is true love and there is true belonging based on us being who we truly are. And for us loving and supporting our fellow family, friends, loved ones, and being who they truly are. So what I have found is that the most powerful way to clear, cleanse, release, and let go of the not true self energy and the homogenization and the conditioning is go 100% for who you truly are. Live in alignment with your purpose, values, message, vision. Take really good loving care of your body, mind, heart, soul, and spirit every single day consciously create with your beliefs, thoughts, feelings, words, and your inspired actions and your relationships, consciously create the life that you're going for. And what will naturally happen, it's just a byproduct, is anything that's not aligned will fall away. Mm -hmm. And it's just about being a master of consciousness. Now we can accelerate the cleansing process And I lead something, I've led something for a long time called the cleanse, where we let go of certain foods and beverages for a while. We do fasting. We do infrared saunas and colonics or enemas, very practical ways of cleansing the body. Yoga, right? Doing movements that are going to help you to cleanse and release also doing the emotional cleansing, 
clearing the trauma, clearing the upsets, clearing the challenges that we've been holding in our consciousness and have imprinted, clearing the heart center, raising the vibration with practices like Ho'oponopono. Yeah, calling in our guides and our masters to help us cleanse spiritually. So I have a whole entire protocol for all of that. But what I find is the more that you just focus on what you're going for, your North Star, the cleansing will naturally happen. And then we can do things to support and accelerate that on all levels. So here, guys, you have a step-by-step, basically. Like, you've just listed all of the things. So that's really awesome. It gives them really something to start with, to grab on, and then to start to experiment and adventure around and see how it goes and see the natural unfolding of things. And I think, like, for myself, I'm really in a phase of my life where I'm learning to love my uniqueness, the things that do make me different, you know, away from that need of belonging, need of validation, need. And like, it's coming really from more of a self-love and self-worth place of like, this is special about me. This is incredible and wonderful. Not it makes me different and broken. So Mm. I totally like see what you're saying and how it just kind of unfolds. And I'm glad I was putting those things together properly in my head. Yeah. And so that is one of the things that makes me so happy and lights me up is when I hear people saying what you just said, because you're the only one who can be you. And that is, if you choose to, it's your responsibility to be you, because otherwise I don't get to experience you your uniqueness, then we miss out on beautiful, amazing, special you. And that's the greatest gift that you can give to the planet. Oh, this is so good. I feel like we could talk forever, but we already have to wrap it up. So (laughs) in everything we've talked about today, is there one thing you'd like to add before we finish? Is there one takeaway you'd like people to leave with? Final words. Yes. The hot tip that I feel can benefit all of us is doing a little bit of tapping, can tap on your heart center. And just to be able to say every single day, I love myself. I appreciate myself. I accept myself just the way I am. And if I choose to, I can transform myself. Abracadabra. Your word is your wand. Program yourself. Use your choose and use your words aligned with your true self and your full potential, and you will create magic and miracles. There you go, guys. You have it. You got it. Let's go. And I'll put all your info in the show notes. But in the meantime, where's the best place for people to find you? If they want to learn more from you, they want to work with you in some capacity, where should they go? You can visit my website at annvandywater.com. It's A-N-N-E-V-A-N-D-E-W-A-T-E-R.com. Beautiful. Thank you so much for your time today. That was a lovely chat. Thank you. So amazing to be with you. You're precious. 
Thank you so much for joining us today. If you haven't already done so, leave a review for this episode or the podcast in general on iTunes. If this episode has helped you in any way, you can pass it on and help someone else by leaving your review. Plus, when you leave a review to say thank you, I will give you access to our premium membership for free for a full month. All you have to do is send me a screenshot of your review and we'll get you all set up. You'll find the show notes for this episode at ericabelanger.com slash 186. Now, before you go, I just want to say a last thank you to the growing team behind this podcast for their support in making this possible. And that includes all our premium members. Once again, thank you for listening. I'll see you next Monday.